If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. Hello there, Libby Langley here, your host of Life in Business, the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about AI, artificial intelligence, and how it can save you loads of time. I reckon about two hours a week, okay? And that's a big claim, but I'm going to back it up. AI is everywhere right now. Um, You've probably heard of things like ChatGPT, where um, you can basically ask questions and get answers, (laughs) which is superb. And I'm going to talk a bit about that today. And the thing is that all of this technology might scare you. You You just think, oh, God, there's another thing Um, I need to know how to use. But I'm going to tell you how it's going to be, how it can be a really good thing for you. And like I say, how it can save you time and energy each week. It might excite you because you really like technology or it might just confuse the hell out of you. (laughs) So or a combination of all of those. So I've been using ChatGPT particularly for uh, a few months now. I guess it launched really in kind of November, December, so uh, 2020. And I certainly started using it, I think, in early 2023. So for a few months now, I've been using or playing about with it. And particularly for business, the first thing, I'll tell you, the first thing that I got it to do was to write a love letter to my husband, which was just hilarious because it was like the first time I used a search engine and I didn't know what to look for. So I just kind of, I remember that was, I think it was Ask Jeeves way back when. And I remember really clearly um, the first thing that I searched for and it was pyrography, right? And pyrography is when you um, kind of take a pot, pen and write or draw into wood and it was because my boyfriend at the time his father was really into this and we just sat there and didn't know what to look for so there was that so let's just say that things move on okay so we're almost with the kind of AI tools for common use I guess because AI has been around for a long time and, and is used for all sorts of complicated things but for for the small business person's use it's kind of exploded just really recently in the last few months. But my experience just in those few months is that it can save me absolutely tons of time. But possibly more importantly than that, it saves me loads of headspace. It frees up loads of headspace. My head is a busy place because I am um, neurodiverse and so then <laughs> there's there's a lot going on in there and anything that can kind of save me that headspace is a win for me. So AI as a tool it's kind of logic-based systems right that's what it's all about but now they can do machine learning and kind of 
learning in a way that people can't do because it's all based on an algorithm and um and you know algorithmic programming that I don't fully comprehend I'll admit that it's not my field but chat gpt has been really popular has kind of taken off and now there are other other things that are very similar to that because it has these kind of human like conversations right so you know how you search for something in Google and it brings up a load of pages. Well, if you put the same search almost into chat GPT, it responds almost like a human would and gives you the information rather than just linking you to lots of web pages. So it's really clever. And the the kind of oh, this machine learning that's kind of come about what it does, it enables computers to learn patterns from data and kind of improve their performance. So it's terrifying in, in some ways. And it also, the deep learning is like machine learning on acid in that it allows computers to process loads of information and find patterns in the data, which is what is so powerful and what's been used to, I forget what's been in the news recently, was it finding... Is it something to do with cancer treatments or DNA? I forget, but there was because of this kind of um, this deep learning to being able to find these patterns, it was able to do this stuff in a microsecond of the time it would take humans to do it. Okay, I don't know how long it took, but it far more quick, quickly than humans would do. And ChatGPT is what's kind of really changed the game for us, you know, mere mortals who are just trying this out. There's loads and loads of data within it. It has access to kind of like all the data on the internet. I forget exactly how, how I think it's to the, the internet till 2001, I think it has access to. And so it can understand and get information and generate kind of this human-like language. And you can have kind of a really quite realistic conversation with it, which is just nuts. But what it does and how it can save you the time and energy and what's kind of the important bit for, for you and me to understand is that how it can simplify tasks and interactions. So it can give you really um, good information really quickly, help with things like customer support and also help with creating content, okay, which I'm going to talk a bit more about. And I think that ChatGPT is a, an AI tool that makes life easier and makes life more convenient. So it's, it's brilliant progress, and I don't know how it works um, really, but I think it's incredible. So that's kind of how it's come about really over, over the, the last few years, but how can you actually use it? Well, some ways that I've been using it is, you know, it's kind of, like I say, to create this headspace and to save time. And you know when you're having one of those days where, I don't know, you just can't flip and think of anything and you can't think what you mean and everything sounds rubbish and all your content just sounds like a robot and not a good AI one has, has written it and it's it's just really horrible and uncomfortable. That's the kind of stuff that you can turn to Jack chat GPT for because you can put in what doesn't feel right and doesn't sound right and say to it rewrite this in a chatty way talking to your target audience by by saying what they are and write it in the first person in British English you can put all those prompts in 
And then it will take what you've written that you're not happy with, that isn't very good, that isn't working for you, is too corporate, whatever, and spit something out that is far better <laughs> than, than you could kind of think of because you've given it the instructions and it's just followed your instructions. So it has no kind of unconscious bias like you do. And that's a flipping incredible thing. And there's been a lot of talk about whether it's plagiarism, whether it's cheating, whether it's not your own work. And I don't think that certainly in the examples I'm given have given you and will give you today, it's not. It's just helping you reframe your own work. And that's such a challenge sometimes, right? It's so hard sometimes to write in a non-corporate way, particularly if you're from a corporate background. So for example, you could take a piece of text that you'd written that is really like jargon heavy and get chat GPT to write it without the jargon. And you can give <laughs> give it those specific instructions. And if it puts responds with something that you think, no, that's still not any good, you can make another suggestion. And it's just bonkers. And it's so quick, because honestly, you could get 10 paragraphs of information back in about a second or two. It's absolutely, it's absolutely incredible. It's one of the coolest things um, that I think I've ever kind of played with in my in my life, maybe, but certainly in my business career. It's, it feels like the most powerful and the most authentic tool because it's not a template. It's not uh, a cheat sheet. It's giving you information based on the entire internet, right? And, and what it, the data it's kind of, it kind of knows. And according to the instructions that you give it. So everybody's instructions are going to be slightly different. Therefore, the responses that come out will be slightly different. I mean, sure, it can, um, you know, it can pass the exams and all of this. I read the other day that um, the ChatGPT4, which is a paid for version, so I've only used the free version to start with, the ChatGPT4, it passed the exam to be um to join the radiology board which i think it's in america by 81 percent and the free version almost passed it with 69 percent of the questions right which is just nuts right and i guess that takes us down a different rabbit hole of whether um you know a machine machine's taking over the world or not but um it's really i think it's incredibly interesting and one thing that you could do today you could use it so to find it, just go to ChatGPT. Uh, sorry, just search for ChatGTP, and you'll get the um, you'll get the website up. Is if you write a blog, or you sometimes write slightly longer social media posts, um, or you have a transcript of a podcast, you can take those or snippets of those because there is a character limit. Um, so I couldn't upload an entire transcript of this podcast, for example, because it would be too long. But you can take um, transcripts or snippets of transcripts or previous social media posts and ask it to repurpose them in 10 posts of 100 characters each or something like that. And you will be stunned at what comes out. And you can also say, repurpose this text. So say, for example, repurpose this blog post into 10 or 20 social media posts for Instagram talking to then put in your target audience in the tone of so-and-so with varied calls to action, asking them to 
whatever call to action for you might be, book a call, message you, download a freebie, whatever it is that you want. And you will get 10 or 20 social examples of social media posts that you can then use. It's nuts, right? It's nuts. It's so, so clever. And some of those won't be worded right for you and some will be spot on. So when you've taken that information, I don't recommend necessarily um, just then copying and pasting them because it's got, you've got to make sure that it's completely in your voice, right? So, but you can certainly use them as, as guidance points for things that you want to talk about. Now, here's something I'm going to um, share with you. The last, not this one, Oh, actually, I have had some help with this one from ChatGPT. That is true. But the last two podcasts I recorded, um, episodes 30 and 29, the ideas for them were generated through ChatGPT. And how I did that was I put in all the previous titles of my podcasts. I told it who my audiences. I told them a little bit about me and what my vision and goal is for my business. And it gave me, I can't remember how many now, some, 10 maybe, um, possible titles or discussion topics that would fit in with everything else I'd already shared. Ooh, and it's fascinating, isn't it? So I recorded I took I took the ideas and thought well that's a good idea and then I made my podcast out of that but it's absolutely still my own work because it's me doing all the talking right it doesn't write you well it could write you a verbatim script but I don't want to to do that but sometimes we we get stuck right and sometimes when we get stuck um like I say there's a lot going on in my head maybe your head too all the time and sometimes I kind of just just get absolutely stuck and so kind of doing a brain dump and then getting getting the information out is just what you need to get you back on track. And it takes five minutes, right? Instead of sitting there and then procrastinating and then, oh, I'll just go and tidy um, my, just looking around me now, <laughs> why am I procrastinating over tidying? I'll just tidy my bookcase. I'll just look out the window and see what the builders are doing, you know? All the things that people do instead of whatever it is the task at hand is, it kind of stops all that. And honestly, I find it such a motivator as well, because it's like somebody is extracting the information from your brain. It's bonkers clever. I mean, one day this will all be wired into our heads, right? <laughs> so we won't need to type anything into a computer. It will just tell we'll just know the things that we need to know because the voice in our head is telling us it. But it's yeah, it's it's really it's really clever, and it it does just simplify um, all of these you know things like that, things that you get stuck on. There are also um, other things that you can do. Um, you can get it to write uh, like email responders or professional kind of documents, communications, templates for. I know there's a lot of legal stuff that people are using it for. So templates and documents and summaries. Certainly if you are, if you you ever kind of have to write an executive summary or want to summarise some points of a big article, but that's not in your skill set to do that, 
you can plug it all in and, and, and specify what kind of outcome you want. So what kind of summary you want, like an executive summary for a report or put data in and get some kind of analysis back from it. There is a caveat there, though, because there are uh, sometimes there are potential biases and sometimes there are inaccuracies because it's a machine, right? But then also humans are the same. We have we have potential biases and we make occasional inaccuracies. Or if you're like me, then, you know, sometimes just make up some stats because you don't know one and it sounds like the right one. But I always do a disclaimer when I when I do do that. um, gut feel so there are limitations with it which is why I say not to kind of copy and paste stuff verbatim necessarily or claim it to be like legal fact but that doesn't matter if you're if you're using it for your own content purposes and for you know um, dividing up your own data repurposing your own your own information right so things like research if you want to know how many, um, like I don't know, like the emerging trends in your industry and how you could adapt your business to stay ahead, that's something you can plug in. You need to add some specifics in. So you need to say things like what are the emerging trends in the um, health and well-being industry and how can I adapt my physiotherapy business to stay ahead be really interesting to see what comes out of that so another thing might be could you provide I always say please and thank you I have to say in my life very polite with it and then pretend it's my friend but um can you provide advice on creating a digital marketing strategy for my e-commerce business right? You will get some golden stuff from that. It doesn't mean that you can, you know, your business is going to change overnight, but it's kind of knowledge and guidance. And then say, for example, that effective digital marketing strategy for your e-commerce business, you've got the information back and then you kind of got more of an idea about what you might need to change in your business or what you might need to do. And then that's what you can go to a, a coach or a marketing agency or, um, with and say you know I understand this this is what I need to I need to action it kind of gives you more confidence and more support another suggestion might be based on market data what are the most popular services that customers in my target demographic prefer that's quite a good one so I have used it before to find out based on market data what um, kind of the average price of some coaching services, the average length of some coaching services. And sometimes ChatGPT is kind of non-committal and will say, you know, I'm a language-based AI tool. I can't give you opinion, to which I then argue back, but <laughs> and try and force it, ask questions in a different way. So it does give me um, what I want here. But it does give you, um, you know, it does kind of give you the a guide, yeah, and like a feeling for things, which can be useful. It may not be, and it, you know, you've got to um, have a certain amount of what control over whether you follow it to the letter or whether you just kind of think, oh yeah, okay, well that's interesting. And do you see what I mean? You know, I mean, you can't just you can't say, you know, tell me how I should live my life 
and then follow all those rules. That's not a magic eight ball. Um, but it it is it can be just really useful for helping you get out of these blocks. And then some very specific things you can ask as well, like how can I improve customer retention and loyalty in my hairdressing business, my coaching business, my candle making business, yeah? And the more information you put in there, the better the results you'll get. So if you want to know a strategy for increasing the number of repeat customers... That's the kind of stuff that you can you can get back and it will be personalised to the extent that it has access to all the data in the world and based on what you put in, okay? That's really, really important. So if you, you know, it's useful saying that your audience is UK-based, is women between, whatever, 35 and 50, and like I say, using the language tone if you wanted to create some content or content ideas for you. But all this stuff is there. And this is the kind of stuff that you can't get from can't get from Google, right? Googling stuff will give you specific answers to specific things. ChatGPT allows you to kind of have more of a conversation because you can always ask follow-up questions. You can always say, nope, I hate that. Please do me something else in this style. And it will apologise to you and try again. And eventually you'll kind of get there. But it does save you kind of trying to think of something that your brain won't necessarily think of. Yeah. And it's it's great. It's it, I just I just find it really clever. And the prompts that you put in and that you ask, they can provide really useful insights and guidance to help you make informed decisions, I would say, and drive your business forward, right? They're the kind of things that can that can help you um, can help you kind of move forward with that. And I asked for this particular episode, I knew that I wanted to do something. I've mentioned it before in podcast that this episode was going to be coming up. And I asked for a title because originally I was going to call it um, something really dull like using AI in your business. And I thought, well, that sounds a bit weak, right? Because do you want to? I don't know. So I had a bit of a to and fro. And, you know, the suggestion eventually that we kind of came to together because we were a team was you know, using AI to save you two hours a week. And I, I do believe that that is absolutely what it, it saves me some some weeks, you know, particularly if I'm trying to come up with ideas for things, often now to do with my podcast but and, and repurposing other content. I find it incredibly useful for that and helping me write in a more specific way, I guess. So some more general kind of ways that you might be able to use it are for research and information gathering. So like, I, like I've kind of given a few examples of that, but it can give you, ChatGPT can give you really quick and accurate answers, which could spend you save you ages um, on manual research. I mean, flipping heck, if this stuff had been invented when I was doing my MBA. <laughs> I mean, Google's pretty useful, right? But um, yes. And I know there's a lot of stuff about education, how it is writing essays for people and, and all of that, but it only writes based on the information you put in. So it is different to cheating and plagiarism, I think. But I think there's some kind of 
creases to be ironed out in that particularly. So research and information gathering, content creation and editing, I've already uh, mentioned that ChatGPT can help you draft and refine written content, which absolutely reduces the time spent on writing from scratch. And this is the one that I think you're going to be using um, be using a lot. There are also virtual assistant capabilities. So ChatGPT can handle things like managing your calendar, setting reminders, organising to-do lists. If you've got a to-do list, then it could put those tasks in order of priority for you, which is it's, it's something that's so hard to do yourself. It really is. So imagine, imagine just having a sensible voice saying, this is the way you need to do it. It's brilliant. And then also things like customer support and chatbot integration. So if you use a chatbot, which you might for responding to your Instagram or your Facebook Messenger or, or something like that, might use it on social media, then ChatGPT can assist with things like basic customer inquiries and free up time so you don't have to do that. So there's lots of cap- capability there. And if you have the paid for versions, then there are enhanced capabilities in there. So the best way to use it effectively, just to kind of sum up now, is to give proper guidelines, right? Clearly communicate the questions or or requests. Be as specific as possible and you will get the most accurate responses. And then what you get back, refine it with different prompts and different, um, you know, try different iterations of what you're saying to get the result that you want. And learn from the previous interactions to make it perform better. So if you think, oh, phrasing it that way worked really well, remember that and keep using that. And it saves everything. It saves all the chats that you've had, right? So you don't lose your don't lose your information. And update and improve your prompts for even better efficiency. So it's it's really it's a really good way to save time, energy, and effort in your business. And I would say just go ahead and try it, right, if you haven't done. And I don't want to send you down a rabbit hole, but also what a delicious rabbit hole to be down. But once you get used to it, you'll easily find it saves you a couple of hours a week, I think. And I'd love to know what your experience of this is. So message me on Instagram at Libby Langley and tell me what it's it's meant for you. I'll put a link, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can find it. But like I say, just Google chat GPT and, and you'll be able to find it. But there is a link in the show notes. But go and have fun. Go save yourself some time, energy and effort. And yeah, I look forward to seeing what's been created, what you've created in with your new work buddy, chat GPT. Speak to you next week. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.